Talk that talk, T. Yes. What is going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Talk That Talk with me, your host, Tamara Simone. I got some great people in here today, but I want to do it a little different. So I have like my first co-host, my girl, Ryan, my best friend. How you doing, girl? Hey, everybody. What's going on? (laughs) And my special guest who I'm interviewing today, my all-time favorite person in the world. He's an actor, entrepreneur, he's a model, handles so much stuff, has so much stuff going for him, and I'm so excited to have him here. Donnie. Thank you, Tam. Yeah. How are you? I'm amazing. Thank you. Good. I'm so I'm I'm doing good. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you. It's been, you know, we've been trying to get, you know, up in the studio for a few times now, but hey, we did it. We're here. I'm so excited. Um, so first off, I want to start about, um, cause you work for Movember, but we're right. going to talk about that a little later, but you have your own company. Yes. Cafe De La Hue. Cafe De La Hue. Yes. Yeah, so tell us a little bit more about that. So Cafe De La Hue is one of my passion projects. I started, um, fundraising for AIDS Walk about four years ago, wow. almost five actually, because I was planning in 2013. Uh-huh. That's when I was having the epiphanies and then. 2014, I was like, I want to do all these different things on my list. I wanted to do philanthropy. I wanted to act. I wanted to write. I wanted to paint. I wanted to design. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do everything that an artist could possibly do. Creative juices. Yeah. Yeah. And I took this this list to my mentor, and he was like, at the time he was my mentor, he was like, you can't do all these things in a year. And I was like, why I can't? (laughs) And he was like, you got to figure out, like, one thing to focus on. And I was like, okay, well, I can kill two birds with one stone by designing and then Mm -hmm. donating some of that stuff. Because when we first did AIDS Walk in 2013, I sucked at it. Like, people don't like to give money when you're asking for it. Mm -hmm. And I don't like asking for money. Yeah. Oh, see, that's definitely hard because I'm I'm the same way. I do not like to ask people for money. I'll figure out how to get it. How to get it. So I was asking and I failed. And I was like, you know what? Next year has to be something different. So I used my creative juices to bring something forth. And I started selling bow ties. And it's crazy because I was waking up at Mm -hmm. 444, like three nights in a row with the same epiphany. And I started sketching in my sketchbook mm-hmm. and I colored them and it was nuts. And then I started to to make them and it's been dope. That's really That's awesome because a lot of people that I've interviewed so far, I'm like, I always ask them, like, how did you get started? Like, how did you get the name or whatever? Yeah. And it's just like epiphany. I woke up. It's God. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. it was something that just kept on happening. And same with me. It's just kept on happening. Like, you need to do a podcast. You need to do this. So that's that's so amazing. So where did you get the name from? The name comes from. OK, so I used to be obsessed with bow ties. So the first yeah. name was going to be Adorabo, which is so corny. <laughs> oh, and I like, no. I, I used the hashtag. That would have been horrible. But it was cute oh and it was catchy. But it's like when baby I bow. looked right? it up, yeah, like I looked it up, I used the hashtag and then I hashtagged uh-huh. it and I started seeing other people use it. I'm like, damn, I know it's like so many millions of people in the world mm-hmm. and this one idea is not mine. But mm-hmm. people were doing it and they were making like these cheerleader bows and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah. I got to change it. Yeah. And I wanted, I wanted so badly to have something of my own like uh-huh. from the ground up and yes. I'm obsessed with coffee I used to get all my inspiration mm-hmm. in coffee shops when I was studying in school I was studying at Starbucks all the time yeah. so I always smelled like coffee and <laughs> I'm I drink it like all the time yeah so <laughs> Cafe De La Hue comes from my middle name Hue and mm-hmm. Cafe is 
the Hue Cafe. So it's yeah. French for the Hue Cafe, but it's so awesome oh. because it's like my imaginary coffee shop. Like yeah. if yeah. I can have a sh- coffee shop and when I do, yes. it's going to be called Cafe in. de la Hue. That's mm-hmm. so exciting. I love it. So you make everything. You hand make all your bow ties. Everything. So how did you learn that technique? So I took one apart that I got from a clothing store what? when I was you in college. Yeah, I had to learn and I put yeah. my own spin on it because that one wasn't like, that one was not the, mines aren't a replica of that one, but mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. I need to see how this is being made. Mm-hmm. And then YouTube videos, it's like, I'm a visual learner, but I'm more hands-on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah. let me deconstruct this and then see how I can create something of my own. So I took that mm-hmm. bow tie apart and then I started to learn how to make the straps. And when I first started, it was so horrible. Like I was using glue gun. Mm-hmm. I used to, it was, it was tacky. <laughs> it yeah. was like, you're starting. <laughs> you were like, hold on, let me get this glue gun yeah. out. Yeah, like. <laughs> it was crazy because I was using the glue gun. I was like sewing some of it and uh-huh. looking back on it now like a lot of it was like improvised pieces and it was very industrial Mm -hmm. but then I learned to invest into more quality product and learned how to like sew the strap without having to glue it or like Mm -hmm. iron it and all these different things it was a whole entire process and over time it became like they became so clean like so clean I hand sew everything now I remember when you started doing Mm -hmm. the bow ties it was we had both kind of just moved back to LA and it was like so many scraps of fabric on your floor <laughs> and on your table it was so funny but yeah it's amazing where you've come from thank you yeah, that's so beautiful and just like you know looking at when you started to now can she see the growth it's such a difference mm-hmm. because yeah. I turned my dining room table into <laughs> my well the whole dining room became my sewing studio yeah. oh, so wow. like she's saying like it was my apartment yeah. was thread fabric yes. pieces scraps everywhere, everywhere. and I had yeah. a table full of like orders and all these different yeah. post-it notes with people who got what and yeah in a list of like what I was selling I was doing everything like everything was do it yourself yeah. and so looking back on it now it's like when I first started doing that I did it as a fundraiser mm-hmm. but then it became a business and then it ended up becoming therapy for me yeah. which is so crazy because a lot of people don't know art therapy or mm-hmm. think that art therapy is just painting it's writing it's mm-hmm. speaking it's it design is. it's color it's yeah. Everything. Yeah. everything and mine was creating bow ties yeah that's awesome but you not only just make bow ties right right so i uh, and then i was like okay bow ties are cool but everybody doesn't wear bow ties yeah how can i expand the brand and i want to talk about brand expansion too mm-hmm. but i went from bow ties to handbags and then i started yes. making these clutches mm-hmm. and then i was Sick. making. i love the clutches by Thank the way you. i saw it. i was like mm-hmm. where'd you get this you're like girl i made it. i was like yeah what? you made it it was yes. crazy mm-hmm. doing that because it's like why would i spend so much money mm-hmm. on a bag a when i can make it exactly yeah. how I want it like yeah. if you want something you got to create it on your yeah. own and then I went from that to ponchos and then oh, I have ponchos. a dad cap too that says <laughs> delicieux in French which is delicious in French Ooh, yeah I like that thank you and so do you do different events you go to different events and sell your stuff how yes do, how, how do people how can people get your stuff from so if I do a pop-up or if I vend it's usually mm-hmm. at an art show or an event that you know someone that's supporting black artists not just like black people that are p- producing these events but People usually want to support artists and up and coming ones, but I have participated yeah. in uh, most recently the ones that support black artists and Ooh. especially Pancakes and Booze. Pancakes Ooh, and Booze is like the largest that. underground art show. And that's oh. where I got my first start. Like mm-hmm. every time I go to Pancake and yeah. Pancakes and Booze, it makes me so emotional because 
I remember that being my first situation and like staying up for a night. I made like over a hundred bow ties yeah. and it took me like a couple of weeks, but I crash coursed mm-hmm. it and went and sold. And every weekend that I did it, it was really good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so awesome. It's cool. And people, they come by and it's a, it's a whole entire experience. Like, yeah. I, I I've never people. been to Pancakes and uh, Booze. That would be really? dope. I want to go. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it this year, but mm-hmm. whenever I do do it, it's usually dope. And people that go, they frequent it. So they yeah. remember me when I go and they come by the station and they smell like the coffee beans and they look at <laughs> yeah, the cookie yeah. butter and they go crazy. They're like, oh, my God, I love cookie yeah. butter. And I'm like, me too. That It's, it's literally home mm-hmm. at a six by yes four table i was gonna say let's talk about your booth though real quick yeah. oh my god it's yes. very you know just what? warm yes. very like you said just very mm-hmm. like, and you see a lot of coffee out shop there and it's like okay like people put their time in it but you put your time <laughs> in it like i mean like it looks the setup oh my god you guys definitely have to see this the yes. setup is crazy yeah. it's so cute and warm mm-hmm. and just fun like mm-hmm. just when i saw your booth for the first time i saw it at my uh sans barbershop uh-huh uh, and literally, I walked in there, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is so cute!" So how do yes, you like? Come I up remember with that doing Crown Barbershop. Yeah. I love her; she was amazing. Yeah. Um, I okay, so everything was just pieces I collected over time. Like I had mm-hmm. some stuff at my booth mm-hmm. and still have it that was in my um apart my first apartment from sophomore year in college. Mm-hmm. Like I collect different things and. I want it to feel like a museum. I want yeah. it to feel like home. I want it to feel like it's my own personal coffee shop, but like mm-hmm. this portable one that I could pick up and pack up and take with me. And I come up with it just by finding different things. Like I like industrial. I like wood. I yeah. like metals. Mm-hmm. I like lights. Mm-hmm. I have marquee lights. I like um, coffee cups. I like mm-hmm. mason jars. Mason jars are like an iconic symbol yeah. in my yeah. brand. I know. And then when I do the pop-ups and stuff like that, I'm like, I want to be the Beyonce of this. Like, I got to do this and make it an experience when people come and, like, enjoy it. And Mm -hmm. I don't want it to just be like I have stuff set all over the table. Yeah, Yeah. just sitting there. Like, you have a decoration. It's It's a moment. It's really nice. A lot of it is home stuff. Yeah. And it makes you feel at home. When Uh you walk up to it, it's like, oh, okay. Like, ooh. And then how the bows are set up, and mm-hmm. you have some. I, I seen some like sunflowers in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, so interesting enough, the flowers have changed every time uh-huh. over what I'm going through in life, and yeah. I didn't even wow. know. Yes. So when I was like, when I was, what do you call, like whimsical and mm-hmm. like more innocent and uh-huh. just like didn't know what heartbreak was, uh-huh. I had sunflowers, and sunflowers mm-hmm. were my favorite flower. And then I was going through a situation where I was going through a breakup and I started putting carnations on my table. Oh, wow. Didn't wow. even know. And carnations are something you give when you're trying yeah. to let something go. Yeah. yeah. And then after that had gone and I had healed from that, I started using gypsophila, which is baby's breath. And that's oh, like yeah, cleansing and purifying yeah. your space. So it was like yeah. an interest. Like yeah. that wow. was dope. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting reflection yeah. that you have that because mm-hmm. not everybody notices things like that. But um, I also want to say you made a really good point when your booth setup is everything because if I yeah. go to a sloppy booth I'm like I don't want any I don't of want to this I, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's cheap then yeah. I feel like everything is cheap, cheap but if everything is like really clean on the booth it's like it kind of draws you in and makes you want to buy yeah, yeah. it's attractive yeah. for sure oh my god yeah. I love it and where do you get all your stuff like how did you actually first before I get that how did you find your niche for that like you wanted to start your own company and so and you know get all that like what how like how did that come like so I was obsessed with bow ties and like as a kid and in college like yeah. I used to wear bow ties yeah. a lot and um 
I just I woke up one day and I kept waking up at 444 yeah. and I was like this means something and I wasn't into numerology or anything like that but I would wake up look at the clock and it would say 444 mm-hmm. and what I would be thinking about was start something be creative you're an artist what are you doing yeah. I was working nonprofit world but it was like you got to get you know you got to use your creativity yeah. before you lose it and I was at that time it's crazy how much my life revolves around like the development courses mm-hmm. come from relationships mm-hmm. and we usually don't even like pay attention to the relationship as something that's supposed to teach us stuff we mm-hmm. just try to like possess it yeah. but I was dating someone who was this like extreme creative this gypsy this artist he did everything he was like a renaissance man oh. and it made me want to be creative again because I was such an intellect and academic that mm-hmm. I let my creative part go so all of that was happening at the same time and I'm like waking up and I hit up my cousin and I was like you got to come with me to the fashion district I got to get material I don't care what time we get up but we woke up at like six o'clock and we got ready and then we ended up going wow. yeah so I started in the fashion district okay. downtown LA and then I started finding different fabric stores so I like Joann's because they have mm-hmm. like really cool patterns mm-hmm. and I also like the fabric store in La Brea, La Brea which they shut down like mm-hmm. they shut down the fabric store they're only online now so okay. different stores different places my southern comfort collection um, which was a collection inspired by my trip back home to Mississippi because okay. my maternal side is from Mississippi okay. Mississippi and Louisiana. So we went to yeah. Mississippi, Hazel, Hazelhurst, Mississippi, and New Orleans that year. And when I was down there, I was like, I'm going to come up with a new collection. That was the time where I was setting myself free. Yes. Mm-hmm. Southern comfort, I felt mm-hmm. like I was down. I felt like I was like beneath myself and I had to, it was uncomfortable, yeah. but it was comfortable to know that like I had somewhere to be. Like yeah. that was a place to call home. Yeah. And when I was in Mississippi, my aunt Marguerite she took me to Brookhaven to get Uh like well to an antique store and they had so much fabric and so I started picking like a few pieces from that and I created the Southern Comfort Collection which is crazy yeah my connection to her is really interesting Mm -hmm. because her son the only son she had passed away from AIDS so that's why I became an AIDS activist wow Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. deep yeah I love that. I love that. Wow. Yeah, because your your ties and where where you get them, like the fabric, I've never seen mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. like it. It's so different, and I love it. I'm like, damn, Thank I want you. one. I just want mm-hmm. one just to have one. Because they're cool. Ties, like they're mm-hmm. so cute. Yeah. I love them. And whenever I see something, I auto, I think in terms of food. So mm-hmm. like my stuff is inspired by a coffee shop and cafe. Yeah. So mm-hmm. everything's named after something edible or that you would see at a coffee shop. Okay, so give us a, some names of like. <laughs> I had a okay. So as far as the edible stuff, like I had an old fashioned honey bun. One, which is my favorite one or uh-huh. short stack um it's a brown leather it's like mm-hmm. a cognac color Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah i have blueberry compote which is like what you would eat on fancy pancakes but mm-hmm. it's like crushed blueberries mm-hmm. and everything and i also have silver um it's called silverware 925 so 925 is the symbol on silver that's how you tell it's real it's mm-hmm. like the number of the element oh, but it's shoot. also my birthday uh, you, about, you put me on yeah okay, september yeah. 25th is my yeah. birthday so silverware 925 is mm-hmm. the silver bow tie which is crazy all I of them are love like it. yeah i love it's catchy. it and you just you just base it off coffee or like little coffee shops that you come across yeah. you're like okay this is gonna be the name yeah or i'll see it and i'll be like yeah. that looks like poppy seed or like that looks yeah. like honey mm-hmm. but i want to call it honey butter to make it yeah. like interesting so yeah. do you have um a current project that you're working on with your like are you going to release some new ties or i or? okay so that's why i wanted to talk about brand expansion because yeah, yeah let's hear i'm it. moving more so uh, not a lot of people are wearing bow ties and i'm i'm a in tune with following the market yeah. mm-hmm. and so I As want to yeah, yeah I want to open up my um 
the brand was built in advocacy. Mm-hmm. And so instead of raising money and funds and awareness through selling bow ties, I want to use my voice more. And so yeah. I came up with a campaign called the Breakfast Campaign. Ooh. And it's an acronym for BRK. Um, FST and it's because real kings fight stigma too so I love it Donnie yeah that's it oh my gosh so what does that entail so what are you going to be doing with that so it's basically I'm wanting to produce more films I'm wanting to create like a podcast avenue a talk show like all of these things where I'm on camera because I'm an actor and because you know I like being in front of the camera I like Mm -hmm. sending messages with my voice and my art I have topics like where I want to get people that I know that are creative in different industries mm-hmm. and talk to them about things that are relevant what's going on yeah, and especially right. focus on mental health because when mm-hmm. I stemmed away from yeah. the HIV prevention world mm-hmm. I started to do more mental health work and yeah, that's how I got in touch with November yeah yeah last year when I was cause ambassador mm-hmm. with them and this year it was I reached out to them for sponsorship yeah. for the breakfast campaign and they were like oh my god we need you to come speak at our drag bingo yeah. okay so going night. going into that now you work for November you had an event um, yeah. last night last Last night. How was that? That was amazing. It was so Movember is now stepping into like a broader scale of awareness yeah. and they're it's they're including more LGBT like in the spotlight. Yeah. So last night was our drag bingo mm-hmm. and I basically got up there and told my Movember story and why mental health is awareness is important. And for those who don't know what Movember yeah, is. Yeah, let us know because you mm-hmm. know there's a lot of people out there that still yeah. don't know what Movember was or is. And mm-hmm. I found out cuz Ryan's brother, he worked there and then Yeah, you shout were out doing to Johnny stuff. Brown. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you were doing stuff and you guys were inviting us to different parties and stuff that you guys oh had. God. And that was like the first time I actually was like, wow, Movember is dope. Because I'm like, okay, yeah, Movember, guys grow out their mustache and all that, beards, hair, whatever. Yeah, and that's what But there's think. so much more it's to so it. It's so much more. Yeah. And, it, and the aesthetic attracted me. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so let me tell you the Movember story. Yeah. Movember, first of all, is the only global foundation that focuses solely on men's health. So there's wow. other organizations awesome. that focus on men's health, but like they're all over the world mm-hmm. raising over 80 million dollars last year over mm-hmm. 22 this 22 million dollars this year from the united states wow. like they're in australia our headquarters is in culver city like it's yeah. such a dope foundation and they focus on prostate cancer testicular cancer mental health and suicide prevention wow mm-hmm. and so those are big like, yeah mm-hmm. not i haven't heard of a company doing it like this it, and all so, over the world and it's so important right. because all those things are so real and like people definitely need someone yes to be able to talk to vent to mm-hmm. about you know these different things because a exactly. lot of people aren't talking and having Movember that's and it's awesome. it's mm-hmm. crazy because it's men's health awareness but some of these things that fall under the umbrella of what we're raising awareness yeah. on affect black men at an mm-hmm. at a higher rate and like the ri- yeah. the risk is increased mm-hmm. with us and so like prostate cancer and things like mental health and suicide like mm-hmm. every out of well every minute someone a man is committing suicide and three mm-hmm. out of four suicides are men yeah, so that's like yeah. the high such and, a high percentage and men have a higher rate of completing suicide yeah, and, and so and men don't always talk about mental health either mm-hmm. no. so it's a great it's a great way for that to open up wow. yeah and i found movember when i was in college as a wellness coordinator on campus, mm-hmm. I was working with Associated Students Inc. Mm-hmm. And I realized the person before me, we didn't have men's health awareness, like something to focus on men's health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I specifically did research to find out organizations that only focused on men's health because we had breast cancer awareness, which affects yeah. men too. Mm-hmm. But there was so much awareness on other topics that weren't, we didn't get anything specifically for men. Like I want something for mm-hmm. us so we can know instead of walking around like we have this egocentrism or like a complex, like something's not going to happen to us. 
because yeah. we got to talk about stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're redefining masculinity with um, Movember now. And mm-hmm. I talked about that in my article on mm-hmm. depression. The headline makes it seem as if I was battling a deep depression, but it was basically me talking about how depression doesn't have, like it doesn't pick people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just, it's, everyone can everyone go through can mm-hmm. depression go through and not... no one's talking about those yeah. things, especially mm-hmm. men, because we're held to such a higher High standard, standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. of hiding our emotions, hiding don't your emotions. Cry. Don't, don't cry. Be your man. Be a man about it. Like, don't be a sissy. Yeah. But we got to empower each other. Like, really. Yeah. Like, at, whether you are woman, man, female to male, male to female, anything, yeah. just know that like you have to talk about your situations with people mm-hmm. that are close to you mm-hmm. and that you trust and like being vulnerable. That's what yeah. I talked about last night when I gave my speech, the power of vulnerability and yeah. the art of being kind yeah. yes. because you have to be kind to yourself. You have to be kind to other people. Mm-hmm. You have to be receptive of kindness mm-hmm. and you have to be open yeah. and like look in. Like there's so many people that feel like the world is on their shoulders without right. realizing it's a cape under there yeah Yeah. and like you don't have to be a hero for the world but you got to save yourself yeah like that's how i feel and you make a really good point in regards to being a minority and having Mm -hmm. to deal with mental health because it's an intersectionality thing it's like you not only are battling things just you know with mental health but then you also have to consider your ethnicity your uh, socioeconomic status like all these things affect your mental health yes And that's why it's crazy how things work because I went to school to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. And while I was doing that, I studied sociology and psych. Mm-hmm. And when I got my BA in sociology and psych, I started working for the, like, in as a counselor and in these organizations where I was realizing there were more external factors affecting people than I learned about in the books. There were more external factors yeah. affecting people that I experienced myself. Yeah. And, like, everything matters mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. to people. And, like you said, like, um, minorities our minorities face many more of those factors, especially socioeconomic factors mm-hmm. when it comes to finances, yeah. education, mm-hmm. work, mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. And even just accepting ourselves. Yeah. Because so much has been taught to us that is not okay when actually it's so powerful and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Another thing is that you brought up that their Movember is um, including more LGBTQ yeah. plus and I mm-hmm. love community. That. Yes. And I great. love that. Because that just adds another layer sometimes. Yeah. It's like it's like a whole nother layer of oppression but you know if you can figure out ways to re, uh, like find help or you know just kind of join an organization like you have I mm-hmm. mean I it helps with like a positive self-esteem and all Definitely. that. Thank like, you. You're mm-hmm. so right. And right. I like reach both of those demographics like yeah. as a gay man, as a black mm-hmm. man and as a black gay man. Yeah. And, yeah, it's like three veils. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's beautiful. So was that the reason why you like got into Movember and like started helping out? What did you do your first year of Movember actually? So my first year actually working with Movember, I was mm-hmm. a cause ambassador for the Move campaign. Okay. And mm-hmm. the Move campaign was basically like fitness, being active. Like, yeah. what are you gonna do to move to make your life better and like become mm-hmm. more, you know, of a wellness person? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. I'm more so spokesmodel and advocacy, mm-hmm. where I'm like speaking and awesome. talking more, as opposed to like modeling for the the site and Mm -hmm. writing stories or like being interviewed in the story um it's more so being out there and like showing face and Mm -hmm. being what people would say is brave enough to stand on stage and talk about these things but it's so necessary and i'm so sure of myself that i don't even see it as bravery i'm like Mm -hmm. this needs to be done like and somebody's got to do it and i could care less what anyone else says about it i'll get up there and i'll speak and i'll talk about my situations i'll get up there in rooms where there aren't many men that look like me Mm -hmm. and have to be a representation for people that look like me and a lot of people are like not really understanding that 
if you don't see something somewhere, mm-hmm. be there. Yeah. Make space for yourself. Make space for yes. it. And that's what I did. I reached way. out to them. Yeah. And I, I figured that I didn't see much of myself. And I, I know that this is an organization that I believe in. This is an organization that I have brought into my university four mm-hmm. hours away from mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And going back to or moving back to L.A. and like being able to reach out to them and mm-hmm. contacting PR, doing the work. Yeah. You have to do the work. You have, you have to, to do the work. The you can't just mm-hmm. see a lot of people think they can just sit, think, sit there and chill and mm-hmm. things happen magically or overnight like mm-hmm. no like you got if you really really want something or if you want to be a part of something mm-hmm. you have to go out there and hustle you gotta get you it you have mm-hmm. to hustle break your back like mm-hmm. do things that you wouldn't think you would do yes. like mm-hmm. be uncomfortable at sometimes yes. you know because that's on the other side of that is success so yes you can get so much stuff out of that and i commend you Thank and you. you know helping people and motivating people and teaching them all these new things yep. about movember and mm-hmm. just going out there and just speaking the real because yeah. like our culture is about like the realness we want to know the real stuff and mm-hmm. like what's going on you ain't got to sugarcoat stuff with us like, no mm-hmm. keep it honest like you know if you have if you're depressed let someone know talk about mm-hmm. it call the depressed hotlines there's so many different avenues you can go and can i'm you. so happy you're here to talk about movember with us and yes. discuss all that stuff so why explain why they do the mustaches and they do no shave movember so the mustache and no shave at first it comes off as a sense of masculinity but uh-huh. it's just i feel like it's a discipline it's a challenge to mm-hmm. shave yourself the first day and go the whole month without yeah. it so that when you're growing this beard and you're growing this mustache and people are commenting on your mustache mm-hmm. that's a conversation starter it's a conversation mm-hmm. piece it's yeah. like oh my god your mustache is so dope oh thank you i'm doing this for uh, the movember challenge yeah no shame, so november. it's like a spark yeah. of conversation yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so it get, it's attractive and mm-hmm. it also is a sign of like manhood yeah and it's such a beautiful iconic like feature especially in the hipster world yeah. and it's like it's so awesome to see these people get so excited to do it or go to the uh, foundation's headquarters mm-hmm. and see the shaving mm-hmm. and yo that is so dope because at the headquarters yeah. it's yes. like a barber shop inside mm-hmm. like right when you walk in first they have like a car outside like a I don't know what it's a food truck yeah yeah the oh truck. that like old little yeah, truck yeah, yeah. Old little car and then it's like VW okay man. so you walk mm-hmm. in and it's like this nice clean like old school classic Exposed barber brick. shop yeah. it's so nice and there's like different rooms there's like kid or um uh, picnic tables and yep. stuff mm-hmm. like that it's the vibe is so dope it's in there. beautiful it's like a cabin it feels like a cabin yeah it feels like and a cabin and it's so yeah. awesome yeah because mm-hmm. it's like it. I'm just so big about things feeling like home like yeah, we need a place to belong and Movember feels like home for people mm-hmm. that come we have so much fun there yeah. like so much and this year we're also partnering with Cremo mm-hmm. which What's is that? a shaving and hygiene um, line oh, oh nice yeah spelled C-R-E-M-O okay. and it's so dope because the products smell good like you can Ooh. it's pomades it's like shaving creams body wash mm-hmm. the scents are amazing yeah if you like must yeah. like manly smells it's mm. so good okay so you talked about masculinity what would you say is your definition of masculinity oh my definition of masculinity would be the ability to just stand up for something like mm. even standing up for yourself and not just like oh i'm defending myself but no stand up for yourself to yourself sometimes mm-hmm. we have like these internal battles mm-hmm. and masculinity is being honest being open being mm-hmm. vulnerable yeah. i think some of the most powerful things come from the places that people think are the most soft mm-hmm. and that's what's masculine to me i mean outside of the physical stuff mm-hmm. like i yeah. could talk about muscles and 
yeah. Like, height yeah. and hair yeah. and all these yeah. things all day. But I think when I think about masculinity, I think about drive and ambition and like mm-hmm. anyone can have that. Females, yeah. males, anyone can have those masculine characteristics. Mm-hmm. The will to not give up. Like yeah. that's it. And that's so powerful for mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. Not giving up. What do you have coming up for Mo- Movember like for this month? I know there's a lot of things going on. So you have like certain events that people can, you know, go yes. to or what is what is going on so what's happening now well they have the headquarters like you can go there and get shaved like and get awareness and stuff most of the events we're still pushing out Uh like we just solid we just solidified the one from last night so they're still working out everything else but the newsletters are out and i can give the website so people can go see it well yeah definitely we're gonna need that and like what if like people want to get involved with movember how do they do Mm -hmm. that oh my god so you can contact anyone at hq preferably like the publicists or anyone that's working in pr or the outreach team, the developers, like they're such cool people. Mm-hmm. Or you can contact me and we can talk about how you can get in or volunteer or spread awareness. Okay. Like just start by reaching out reaching and contacting. Out. That's the first yeah. Because that's, that's how I got in. I reached out and I was like, I need to see my face. Like yeah. I need to do this. This message is so big to me. Like mm-hmm. I want to be a part of this. Yeah. And there's different ways you can do that. You can you can really start by, you don't have to be a, like an affiliate of the organization, mm-hmm. like work with them. But if you want to be involved and you want to do something for the cause, raise money donate to Movember mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. donate to the cause they said you could like throw parties and stuff and yeah use that too. you can oh, have wow. a moment yeah. it's called yeah. a moment okay oh, so you wow. yeah moment. go on um, Movember.com and then you go to uh, be involved or uh-huh. get involved and under that tab you will see like the moment like you can have a moment and you'll get a kit and you'll get a fundraising situation and like oh, you can have a party awesome. anywhere yeah. at your house or like at a, a rented facility yeah. and you mm-hmm. can get people to like talk about and that's awesome wow, that's amazing do yeah, yeah. do it yourself yeah it's amazing i think do it yourself anything is cool but when yeah. you have an organization behind you that represents something huge and it's global yes it's yeah. not just in the united yeah. states it's not just in la Everywhere. it's in the world yeah it's huge. and it's affecting men and the all over and the, world. the founders weren't even from here they were no, from australia, australia. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. From australia. wow mm-hmm. and then they they in australia as this little company and then just within the years just, just global it's amazing that's it's so, so amazing. Awesome. And Movember is not just only for November. You guys make awareness throughout the throughout year. Throughout the mm-hmm. year. So Movember is our month of awareness. Like that is the we celebratory. Like we are mm-hmm. doing fundraising for this month. Okay. And we're going to try to get so much money. But throughout the year, it's yeah. important to take care of yourself. Yeah. Talk, yeah. Of, talk to your right. friends. Like read the articles. Go to the news section. Watch the videos. Watch the powerful things that have been created to push the message. And that can be done at any time of day throughout the year whenever but when november does come around and it's movember then put your best foot forward in raising money and like Mm -hmm. awareness for it do whatever you can even if you don't raise money like i want to challenge people to hit up their friends five of your friends a day or a week or like one person a day and just really check in like how are you you? what's going on and like tell them be honest with me because i'm opening myself Mm -hmm. up to be available for you i remember one morning i woke up and it was around the time when i created my brand i sent a text message to every single person in my contact list a Mm. different text message like sat in bed for three hours and just like wrote individual personalized messages you got one Mm -hmm. and it was so the the responses like I don't even know the percentage I can't even imagine how many people wrote back to me how much they needed that yeah Mm -hmm. and you think like 
oh, my friend's just handling their business. We have mm-hmm. this, like, thing in our culture right now, especially young millennials, where mm-hmm. we're like, I don't see you for a few weeks, but when we get back together, we good. Yeah, but we good, what but happens like, within those mm-hmm. few weeks? We should still be making yeah. sure, checking, and seeing if we're okay. And I'm guilty or of that, too. You know, I'm guilty as that. Like, I, I can go weeks, like, not mm-hmm. talking to people, and then be like, oh, hey, like, what's going on? Like, acting like I already, mm-hmm. like, I've been talking to them this whole time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I need to be more aware and reach out to my friends, especially, like, my close ones. I talk to them every day. But, like, mm-hmm. just reach out and be like, how are you? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you doing? You know, because group chat can only go so far. Yeah. Like, you yeah. need that personal, like, one-on-one, like, yeah. maybe a personal phone call. Because when I get phone calls, like, I don't like to talk on the phone. Mm-mm. But I'm like, okay, oh, when I, I get a phone talking call. talking on the phone. We know. <laughs> I'll okay. call you in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, it's, it's like, okay, like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. I needed that. I needed someone, you know, to check on me or see if I'm okay, if I'm breathing. Yeah. That was, like, last week. I was like, hey. And you're like, what? I was like, like, what do you want? I'm calling you. Yeah. You're like, why? I was like, I just want to call. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See? But, yeah, but, like, definitely. Definitely, that's important to check up on your friends. Make sure they're okay. Yeah. Um, what is some advice, like, you know, so we end this interview, like, what is some advice um, you can give to people on, like, entrepreneurship or being more involved in the community, being more aware of, like, mental health and how to get involved in different things? I think with entrepreneurship, start somewhere. Yeah. No matter where you're at, um, with whatever you have. Like I was talking about earlier, I started with glue guns and scraps and all kinds of stuff, <laughs> but it worked yeah. and it developed and you see it and you critique yourself and you allow, be open to allow yeah. criticism, but don't take it so personally to where it changes you. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, put your focus in whatever it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. If you're an entrepreneur like me, and Issa Rae and yes, we're like multi-hyphenates I remember <laughs> okay. like going to the Q&A and I asked that but like as if you are a multi-hyphenate be a multi-hyphenate and mm-hmm. a lot your time is going to take discipline and it's going to take like really strong effort to change and schedule different mm-hmm. times to work on different areas like I remember yesterday I was preparing for or the day before yesterday I was reading a script for an audition that I got a call back on and mm-hmm. I'm like preparing my speech for Movember and I'm also promoting my brand and tagging stuff and like trying to get people to buy bow ties yeah. and also see that I'm starting this campaign and mm-hmm. I'm raising money for that. People have donated to Cafe De La Hue too, oh, which is awesome. helping me to get started with these productions, mm-hmm. but you have to be resourceful yeah open your mouth yes and mm-hmm. ask for help because yes. it hurts if you are a freelance entrepreneur mm-hmm. to not ask for help i've learned from my mistakes by not asking for help mm-hmm. don't be prideful and the worst thing that someone can do is say no or steal your idea oh but <laughs> we ain't gonna get into all of that i know but it's like that's the worst they could do i mean that yeah. hasn't happened to yeah. me but yeah, yeah mm. i think that that's the worst that can do and getting more involved and yeah. taking care of your mental health what i would say about that is reach out yes and don't be afraid to reach out that's sending emails talk to your friends and talk to yourself like mm. write yourself letters do and, a, pull yeah. a, ooh, I hit myself in my uh pull a Issa. Look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah, yeah like, okay, because the rap. mirror be word. Okay. Use your hey, coping skills. Right. Yeah, mirror shout B-word. out to Issa Ray because she's right. she's one of my idols. Yeah. And I look up to her. Um I got to speak to her at the Q and A, but I just hope to meet her because she's inspiring so many people. And she's mm-hmm. doing it and being authentic. Yeah. Throughout yeah. All of that be authentic. Yeah. Entrepreneurship, yeah. like authentic. be authentic with yourself about your mental status and like where you are. Yeah. Like be authentic with how much you're willing 
willing to give to the community. Yes. Not and everybody wants to. Too. Yeah. yeah. Don't like, don't be afraid to notice that something is wrong. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what a lot of people are fearful. That's so beautiful. Well, mm-hmm. thank you so much, Donnie, for thank being you. here. Donnie. I'm so excited, Ryan. Thank you for co-hosting with me, my Ooh. love. Um, Donnie, where could they find Movember? You give me all the information, like how yes. emails, whatever. Uh, so you can social. find me on Instagram at Donnie Hugh, D-O-N-N-I-E-H-U-E, and then Cafe De La Hue, C-A-F-E-D-E-L-A-H-U-E. You can follow Movember on Instagram, M-O-V-E-M-B-E-R, and then you can get their website and my website on all of that. The social media is all there, but yeah. go to those websites. Yes, Ryan. And of course, Ryan, you. Tell them your socials, girl. Uh, I my just host. got really one. Um, I'm on Instagram, <laughs> XOXO, Ryan Ashley. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us and follow Absolutely. me on my socials mm-hmm. at Tamara Simone Live, my um, YouTube channel, Life Tamara Action. And make sure you guys subscribe to my iTunes podcast channel as well or on SoundCloud. Until next time. Peace. Bye. Bye. Yes. Yes.